Welcome to the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman, and I am a certified plant-based nutritionist. You can find my website at mainlyplants.com. You can email me. Uh, the email is ryan at mainlyplants.com. Or you can find me on any of the social media at mainlyplants. All right, that's out of the way. Uh, so first things first. The if, uh, if you're local in uh, the Phoenix area, Phoenix, Scottsdale, uh, even, you know, southern... If you're by like Tucson, you might want to come up for it. This Saturday, uh, Mar- or February 27th, is the uh, uh, Vegan Beer and Food Festival over at the uh, Phoenix Museum. Uh, and uh, it should be awesome. There's going to be a lot of food vendors there, a lot of clothing, vegan clothing vendors, and uh, a bunch of other uh, like speakers and bands and whatnot. should be fun. Uh, so coming out for that, if you uh, find me walking around there, I'll be uh, wearing a mainly plants hat. I have a beard. I'm 6'2", so I'm kind of uh, tall-ish, kind of hard to miss. Um, if you find me and you want to uh, uh, sign up for a consultation or, or any of the other services that I provide, uh, you'll get 15% off if you find me at the festival. So come on out. It's going to be fun either way, and you're going to save money. Uh, so... Uh, you're gonna have to bear with me also this week. The, the allergies are still in full effect. Uh, I'm just starting to get a, a handle on them. It's been brutal here in Arizona. It got really hot really fast uh, right after it rained. So everything bloomed really fast all at once. So there's a ton of pollen in the air. Uh, I never have allergies, but this year I'm dying. So you, know, you might hear me sniffling or clearing my throat or drinking water throughout the podcast. So just bear with me. Um, having said that, so uh, real quickly, I wanted to go over um, a concern that I'm seeing uh, pop up in my clients, uh, specifically my male clients, uh, and then we're going to talk about um, nutrition. Uh, we're going to kind of Tarantino the podcast a little bit um, and kind of go over the basics of nutrition. So we've talked about you know, protein and, and some other stuff, but we're going to kind of go backwards a little bit. So uh, first things first, the main concern that I see, or I should say one of the main concerns that I see among my male clients is that, you know, once they start eating healthy, they're noticing that they're losing weight, um, you know, and they, they want to gain, gain muscle mass and gain weight. Uh, I should say lean muscle mass, not, not uh, you know, fat. They don't obviously want to get fat, but they want to uh, gain weight and gain muscle. So when they start to eat clean and and not eat you know the refined sugars and and eat less or hopefully no uh, animal products, they're going to see the scales drop. Uh, and that's because you know it it takes a lot longer to to build lean muscle than it does to lose fat. You can lose fat, you know, like I said, uh, I think it was last week or, or one of the earlier podcasts, you need to burn, uh, you need to have a, a 3,555 calorie deficit to lose a pound of fat. Um, and conversely, you know, you, you got to really, to, to, to build lean muscle mass, it takes a lot longer. Uh, once you start working out and you're in the habit of working out, you're only going to see you know, two, maybe three, uh, and very infrequently as much as four pounds of muscle a month. Uh, it's typically more like two pounds of lean muscle a month uh, that you put on. So, um, 
you know, the, the main thing that you have to think about and, and come to realize is that you might, when you, when you come in and, and start a new diet, specifically a plant-based diet, you might weigh, let's say you're, you're a male and you weigh, you know, 210 pounds and you, your body fat percentage is 20% and you want to get down to 12% body fat, um, and weigh, you know, 200, 205 pounds. And, you know, you might, you might drop down to 190 pounds, um, before you build back that muscle mass. And it's because you're trimming the fat off. And, uh, there's images you can see online about, uh, you know, five pounds of, of muscle compared to five pounds of fat. The, the five pounds of fat, uh, it takes up a greater space because muscle is obviously more dense than fat and fat is just, it's so, um, spread out that, you know, it takes up more space. Uh, so it, it's, it's, I tell everybody to not focus on what the scale says, you know, look in the mirror. If you're liking what you're seeing when you're looking in the mirror, that's all you really need to worry about. Uh, the scale's not a good reference point. You know, it doesn't tell you, um, how much body fat you've lost compared to how much muscle you've gained or, or, or whatever. But, you know, if, if you, for me, for instance, let's, you know, I weigh, uh, I, I weighed, uh, 207 pounds, uh, but, uh, I'd say around new year's, um, cause I was bulking up and I wanted to, to gain a little, uh, mass and then I wanted to trim the fat. I didn't want to lean out completely and then build lean muscle. It's just not the way that I like to do things. Um, not everybody's like that. Some people like to, uh, stay lean and, and build lean muscle mass. Um, but for me, you know, I wanted to bulk up a little bit and then I wanted to trim the fat down. So I weighed 207 and now I weigh about 198, but I look bigger. I look stronger because I'm not as puffy. I'm much more defined. Uh, but technically I've lost weight, but that doesn't mean that uh, I'm not stronger I don't look better, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so don't concentrate on what the scale says. Worry about what you look like when you look in the mirror. Worry about uh, if you're if you're a guy and you're you know you're big into lifting weights. Worry about um, you know your increases in strength. Uh, so so you know you might lose ten pounds of fat, like I said, and gain five pounds of muscle, and you still would have lost five pounds. So it's not a good reference. Um, in order to really kind of to, to break it down, you're going to have to go get your, your body fat tested, your, your BMI, and, and know where you stand on all those levels. Um, but again, don't focus on the scale. It, it doesn't really tell you a whole lot. Uh, so having said that, let's get into nutrition. You know, we've t- like I said, we've talked about protein. We've talked about some other things. But what is it all? So, so nutrition is 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 the biologically holistic process um, by which our body uses different elements in food and water. Um, so more specifically, it's the highly integrated reactions and events of, of a ton of food chemicals working together kind of in this symphony in your body. Uh, so think of it as, you know, at any given point, there is all these complex reactions going on uh, in your body, filling deficits and, and, and you know, 
clearing out toxins. It's all nutrition. Uh, and, and more importantly, it assists in creating and restoring health, right? So <clears throat> you'll hear a lot of people talk about macros and micros, macronutrients and micronutrients. And if you're anything like me, I had no idea what the hell those meant, but I heard everybody at the gym talking about, you got to get your macros in, you got to get your macros in. Um, I had no idea what it meant, you know, a few years ago. So, so let's break it down. Nutrition's broken into two, two main uh, categories. Like I said, macros and micros. The macros are your fats, your carbs, and your protein. Uh, we've already got over protein. We know that that creates and repairs tissue and enzymes and, and it regulates your hormones, um, builds muscle, uh, all that kind of good stuff. <clears throat> the fats and the carbs are used primarily for energy, right? So, so you have, um, you know, you, your body needs energy to, to live. Even when you're sleeping, your body needs energy, obviously. Uh, and it gets that from fats and carbs. Your micronutrients uh, are your vitamins and your minerals. Your vitamins, you know, are they're, they're the essential elements um, found in tiny amounts that your body has to ingest and to keep it running. Uh, the minerals are the inorganic elements that help maintain your pH balance and, and provide uh, support structures to your body and, and all that kind of good stuff. So you have macros and micros, you have fats, carbs, proteins, vitamins, and minerals. Uh, and then you have water, right? So um, the human body is actually made up of uh, between 60 and 70% water. Um, and likewise, <clears throat> fruits and vegetables are made up 80 to 90% of water. So um, hydration is very important to the human body. <clears throat> Without sufficient hydration, your system starts to fail, your body can't function properly. And having, having you know, fruits and veggies being made up vastly of, of water, eating fruits and vegetables, along with getting huge amounts of vitamins, minerals, and also um, proteins and carbs and fats, you know, you're getting all your micros and macros from, from, um, from plants. Uh, fruits and vegetables are a great way to stay hydrated also. Uh, you know, I, I love drinking water. It's, you know, when you're at the gym, there's nothing better than a cold glass of water, but sometimes water gets boring um, and you don't want to be drinking water all day. But being able to munch on fruits and vegetables makes it a lot less boring, I should say. So, like I said, we have your, your macros, your fats, and your carbs, which are used primarily for energy. So your fats, your fats are broken into, you know, the good fats and the bad fats. You hear people talking about, yeah, yeah, but, but that's not bad fat. It's the, it's the good kind of fat. You know, avocados are, are a great kind of fat. You hear all this kind of stuff, but you don't really know why. So it's broken down to, to good fats and bad fats. And, and in the, the harmful fats, there are two types. There's saturated fat, which comes mainly from animal-based foods, you know, your red meat, poultry, um, dairy products, stuff like that. And the saturated fats raise cholesterol levels, your LDL cholesterol levels and your, your total blood cholesterol levels, which can lead to your risk of cardiovascular disease uh, and, and other, obviously, um, big health problems. 
<clears throat> like diabetes, type 2 diabetes. Uh, so you also have trans fat in that harmful, that bad fat category. And, and trans fats um, are naturally occurring, uh, but are mostly in smaller amounts. And they're found um, when you highly process certain foods. So when you see that kind of, when you're looking at the ingredients and it, and it says partially hydrogenated yada yada such and such oil, that's trans fat. Um, and these can also increase your LDL cholesterol. Your LDL is that low-density lipoprotein. That's the bad cholesterol. Um, and it can lower your HDL cholesterol. That's the good cholesterol. That's the high-density lipoprotein. Um, so this can also increase your risk of cardiovascular disease. So that's why um, you know these bad fats, the, the animal products can... Um, can raise your cholesterol levels and, and contribute to these diseases. Um, so most most fats that have a high percentage of those saturated fats or, or have those um, those trans fats, those two bad fats that we just talked about, um, they're solid at room temperature. So that means when you go to the grocery store um, and you see that marbleization in beef or um you know, congealed butter, stuff like that, that those are all harmful fats. Um, they're referred to as solid fats. So conversely, you have the good fats, the healthy fats, uh, you know, your avocado fats, your, your other, other not animal based fats, basically. Uh, some of them, some of the healthy ones you, you can find in animals, but for the purpose of this podcast, we're talking about, uh, plant-based. So, um, there are three kinds of healthy fats. There are the uh, monounsaturated fats. That's number one. And those are found in uh, certain foods and oils. Uh, so the monounsaturated fatty acids can actually improve your blood cholesterol levels and help you re reduce your risk of heart disease. Um, and they can also uh, help regulate your blood sugar levels and your insulin levels, which can be beneficial to type 2 diabetes. So it is the exact opposite of saturated fat. That's probably why they call it the monounsaturated fatty acids. Uh, so then you have the polyunsaturated fatty acids. And these are found primarily in plant-based foods and oils. Uh, and, and eating, you know, can, uh, incorporating these types of polyunsaturated fatty acids into your diet also improve your blood cholesterol levels, which can again decrease your risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. And then you have the one that everybody has heard about, uh, although not everybody knows exactly what they are. <clears throat> you have your omega-3 fatty acids. And, and real briefly about omega-3 fatty acids, I'm going to cover uh, omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids in depth. Um, Possibly on the next next podcast, but but pretty soon here, if not, because uh, because there's more. I don't want to just gloss over them, um, but uh, it's a, they are a type of polyunsaturated fat, uh, and they are great for your cardiovascular system, your heart. Uh, they are you know you can find them in in, in fatty fish, um, like uh, salmon is a, is a, a big source of them. Um, but, but there's problems with that, which, which I'll talk about uh, on, on a future podcast. Uh, 
but there's a ton of great plant-based uh, sources of omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, and, and those are found at room temperature in liquid form. So the exact opposite of, of those solid fats uh, that, that I was talking about before, those, those harmful fats. Uh, so you're talking about olive oil, safflower oil, peanut oil, corn oil. Uh, those are all good oils. Those are all healthy omega-3s. Uh, you can also find them in flaxseed. Flaxseed's a great, uh, a great plant-based source of omega-3. It's very versatile. There's a lot of stuff you can do with it. You can bake it into bread and you don't even know it's there. Uh, we already covered the oils. Uh, and then nuts and, and other seeds. So like walnuts, um, sunflowers, those oily types of nuts and seeds, very high in omega-3s. So, you know, you have healthy fats, you have bad fats, uh, you gotta, you, you have to have fats in your diet, but you have to have healthy fats. You know, uh, when I first started um, the podcast, I mentioned that, that, you know, animal-based products can, can increase your risk of all these diseases and, and cardiovascular disease, which cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of, of adults, right? So it contributes to that and, and type 2 diabetes. And eating, eating uh, a, a plant-based diet does the exact opposite. It helps reverse the diseases. It helps prevent these diseases. So, so now you're kind of seeing why, right? So when it's broken down into to nutrients, these harmful fats found in primarily animal products are the ones that boost your cholesterol levels and increase your your risk of cardiovascular diseases and, and type 2 diabetes. And conversely, these unsaturated fats and omega-3s do the exact opposite. They reduce these. So so you're kind of it's kind of painting a picture of of why uh, a plant-based diet does help prevent and reverse these diseases. So moving on from fats in the macro area, the macro uh, nutrient area, there are carbohydrates, right? Carbs. So there's two types of carbs. There are simple carb carbohydrates, and these are basically your sugars, right? So um, it is, it's either, and to get kind of technical, it's a chain of either one or two sugars. And it's either glucose and or fructose and or galactose. And because these chains, these sugar chains are short, they're easily broken down, which is um, why they taste sweet to us, right? So when you have, when you have a sweet tooth, you're craving, the, craving these simple carbohydrates um, and offer almost zero uh, nutritional value aside from getting energy from them. Um, so, so these foods high in simple carbs, to give you an idea, are things like, uh, like honey, candy, jellies, jams, um, refined flowers, even um, really, really sweet fruits. And that's not to say that you know there aren't some benefits to to some of these. You know, there are benefits to honey. There are benefits to fruits. Um, but you do have to understand that they are also high in simple, uh, simple carbohydrates. These these high sugar. So you don't want to have too many of them. Um, conversely, you have complex carbohydrates. So everybody talks about you got to have your complex carbs. They're much better for you. Um, 
and these are starches and fibers. So these, these carbohydrate chains are made up of three or more sugars. So because they're, they're a little longer, they take more time to break down and, and they're not as sweet to us when they hit the tongue. Um, so these are things like bread, rice, pasta, uh, beans, uh, lots of vegetables, grains. And again, that's not to say that all these are healthy and you should be having a ton of them. You know, you don't want to have a ton of bread or a ton of pasta or a ton of, you know, whole grains or rice. Um, you want to have everything in moderation. But what happens is, you know, like I said, these carbs and, and fats are used for energy. And without getting too, too kind of twisted up in it and, and, and getting too confusing, you know, you have your calories and your calories are, are a measurement of energy. So, you know, how much energy is going to take to burn this off? So when you don't burn off this, this energy, these carbs and, and fats that your body needs for energy to keep living, uh, when you don't burn that off, when you don't use that, it gets turned into stored, to stored energy. Right and stored energy is fat, uh, and that's what jiggles on your body when you walk. So if you have an overabundance of stored energy, uh, you have an overabundance of fat. And if you are wanting to trim the fat and get cut and get shredded and you know have good definition, then you gotta cut out the fats and carbohydrates from your diet. Uh, that's not to say that you should cut out all of them. Uh, you should have a very small amount of them because by doing so, you're forcing your body to tap into its reserved, uh, its reserves, its stored energy, its stored fats. And that's kind of where um, the idea of intermittent fasting comes in. And I do intermittent fasting. I love inter the idea of intermittent fasting. Uh, I do every day, I do a 16-hour intermittent fast and then an eight-hour eating block. And I think I mentioned this on an earlier podcast. So I, I stop eating from uh, 10 p.m. at night until 2 p.m. the next day. I still drink uh, water during this time, but I'll have dinner, and I'll have maybe something after dinner, some fruit or you know some chia seed water or, or whatever it is. Uh, but 10 o'clock comes around, I stop eating, um, and I, I go to bed, I wake up the next day, I do some work, go to the gym, come back and, and wait for that two o'clock to roll around to eat. And by doing so, um, you're forcing your body to, to number one, digest the food that from the previous day's eight hour eating block um, for energy and proteins and its macro and micronutrients. But once it burns through that and digests that, you're forcing the body to tap into its reserved uh, stored energy. It's stored fat. So by doing so, you're going to, by, you know, by utilizing this intermittent fasting, you're going to uh, burn fat faster. And, and uh, your, body, your, your heart's going to quicker uh, get into that, that uh, fat-burning heart rate zone easier and faster uh, because it needs those reserves to keep your body going. And it's not, you know, it's, you're not starving the body. I don't, I never feel woozy or, uh, tired or whatever. Um, it's just training your body to use its reserves instead of just packing more fat on top of it. Um, so we kind of went all over the place today. Um, but I wanted to give you kind of a broad, 
uh, overview of nutrition, of macros and micros. Um, the, the macros are what we covered today. The micros, the vitamins, the minerals, um, we're going to cover later also. But uh, in, in relation to, to you know, my clients that are worried about losing weight, you know, I mentioned it at the top of the podcast, I wanted to kind of cover this because, you know, you got to burn through that, that stored energy, that stored fat. And you got to keep in mind, you know, I, I can't emphasize it enough because it, it is it is disconcerting and it is troublesome when you're trying to gain muscle mass and you see the scale, you see that you're losing weight uh, when, you, when you hit the scale. But yeah, I got to keep in mind, you know, it's a great example. You know, you're going to lose, say you lose 10 pounds of fat, but gain five pounds of muscle. That means you lost five pounds, but you're stronger and you're better looking. So again, don't focus on on the scale, focus on what you see in the mirror, uh, be wary of what you're eating, you gotta have a good diet, I talked about it last week, don't go on a diet, just have a good diet. Uh, if you're not sure what that means, then you should be emailing me right now, uh, ryan at mainlyplants.com, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, topics you want covered, if you wanna be on the podcast, or if you wanna advertise on the podcast, uh, Ryan at mainlyplants.com. You can also direct message me on any of the social media. Uh, it's at mainlyplants or mainlyplants.com. You can get to me through there. Again, I hope to see all you guys out at the Vegan Beer and Food Festival this Saturday at the Phoenix Museum. It's 15% off any of any of my services, either uh, individual or bundled. I also do group packages. I can tailor whatever you want to uh, to fit your lifestyle, to fit your needs, um, and uh, when you bundle your, you already get a discount, so you're getting 15% on top of it, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but that's only if you come and find me at the Vegan Food Festival. Uh, come say hi. But until then, go eat some veggies.